It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. All right, today we have a couple movies yeah, to review. Yeah, we, we got a trio of movies for you yeah, today. Yeah, three of them. So first we're going to talk about our uh, movie of the week, which is... Uh, uh, Here, little, com- Here Comes Hell. Yeah, a little movie on shell- on Shudder um, called Here Comes Hell. Um, this movie is in black and white, okay, and it feels like, well, at the beginning, it feels like a movie from like the 30s or something like that, you know, but then it, real quick it gets really graphic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh... Really great little movie. The premise is basically these people are going to this old haunted mansion, and they, what is it? They they're supposed to stay okay. the night there. Or no, what? no. What happens was this rich friend invites all his friends to this mansion he just bought, mm-hmm. and they're gonna spend like uh, the summer there. And he's like, "Hey, you'll be fun." I called up a a, a medium. We can have a seance. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." You guys never have a seance before? And they're like, oh, no. And he says, oh, she comes highly recommended or whatever. And yeah. then he goes out to get her, brings her in, and she's some little Irish lady. And they start having a seance and call up this guy. And then he, like, inhabits her body, and it's it, it all goes downhill from there. It's like, it, but here's the thing. The movie's really, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. It's watchable. Um, it is really funny because it feels like a Sam Raimi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all the action sequences and stuff and all the gore and everything is just like what would happen in a Sam Raimi movie. You know, like the night before, like last night, I rewatched Drag Me to Hell. And you have that scene where the gypsy lady is like attacking the girl and puts her hand all the way down her throat somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and then she drops an anvil on her head and her eyeballs squirt out in <laughs> yeah. the face. That's the kind of stuff that happens in this movie. Like, you know, like absurd gore that happens. It's like almost cartoonish, you know. Yeah, like, 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 <laughs> um, like uh, one of the characters, I won't say who because I want to spoil it too much if you want to watch it, yeah. is uh, get, gets their head blown off. And they're like running around with like an with like an eyeball hanging hanging out down, and it's just like swinging back and forth as this person in the suit is running. It's like this, it's like a it's like a some a puppet. I don't know if it's animatronic or if it's just like just some. I think hand. it's a hand in there. Yeah, I think it's just a hand in there. I wasn't sure if it's animatronic or if it's just a hand in there moving it around, but. Um, Either way, it's hilarious. It, it's There's like really, one eyeball hanging down by a string. It's just really great, like dangling back and forth, and it's like talking and stuff. It's really funny. Um, but yeah, pretty good movie. I was uh, I was pretty impressed with it. I'll give it three out of five. Yeah, I'll give it three out of five, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so two movies opened this weekend. One was No Time to Die, the latest and the last Daniel Craig Bond film. Yep. Um, you know what? There's not much you can say about this and not spoil it. But I really loved it. I thought it was heartfelt. 
I thought it was uh, a good end to the to the Daniel Craig series of Bond films. Um, it's a little groundbreaking in a way. Um, just leave it at that. Uh, it's got a lot of nods to the other films. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of nods to the other films, and it's it's got a lot more humor than the other Craig films too. It does. And I think that I think that's because. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is one of the screenwriters this time mm-hmm. around, so mm-hmm. I think she probably, she's, that was probably mostly her doing all the You know what, I followed jokes. her all the, way, all the way back to, like, Black's Books. You know, she used to be on Black's Books. Oh, okay. And she was a writer on there, too. Huh. Um, she's really funny, but she does bring some humor to this, and, and it's not, like, campy humor, it's mm-hmm. more of a... You know, it's funny. No, you know, no, it's not campy. No, but it's, but it's necessary, and it and it, it works well in the mm-hmm. movie. It's not like it takes you out of the movie or anything. Um, oh, and a little side note. Here's a little Bond trivia. So, um, did you know that in Skyfall, there's a scene played by Al, a, a character played by Albert Finney in the in the movie. Originally, that was written for Sean Connery. Um, and they were going to ask Sean Connery to come out of retirement to actually play that part, which would have been kind of cool for the 50th anniversary movie, right? But then they decided, you know what, if we put Sean Connery in the movie, then it's going to take people out of the movie too much. And so they didn't get Sean Connery. They got Albert Finney. So um, I kind of would have liked to have seen Sean Connery, but maybe it would have taken me a little bit out too much yeah. you know, to see Sean Connery in a yeah. Bond film that's not, and he's not Bond. Um but yeah, this was really good. Um, I thought that, uh, what's his name? Um, Rami Malek was great as a villain. He's really creepy and terrifying. Um, and, you know, just... I, 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 got, I honestly, I thought he was just okay. He was very, like, quiet, and he kind of felt, his villain felt, felt more like uh, a plot point than, than much of a character, really. I don't know. I, don't I know. liked he, him. I liked him. I'm just saying. I I kind of felt like the point of him being there was just well. There's a plot that James, a world-ending plot that James Bond needs to stop, and this is just the guy that's doing it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I I thought he was kind of creepy and weird, and and uh, just kind of definitely like a Bond villain for sure. Mm-hmm. Bond villains are always. This is something Connor pointed out. My son he pointed out every Bond villain always has some kind of physical defect. It seems like like every single one of them. Yeah, it does. I don't and of know. course, uh, you know, speaking of Bond villains, the villain from the last film is in it. Um, you know, uh, Blofeld, uh, played by Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. and Christoph, of course, you can't beat that guy playing a bad guy. He's great. He's lovable and evil at the same time. Finally, we're going to talk about a movie called Lamb. <laughs> This is a movie I wanted to see since I since the trailer popped up in my feed on YouTube, and I'm like, "What is this?" And, and still, after it. we watched it, it's like, I, "What I, is this?" Yeah, I got it. I'm like, "What the heck was that?" I don't. What did I watch? I don't know what this. It's basically what? these people. They're farmers out in the middle of Iceland somewhere, and the and there's some kind of a sheep thing that shows up and like, you know, beds down one of their sheep. And then the sheep has a baby, mm-hmm. right? And the baby has a head like a lamb and yeah, the body we, of a we kid. Don't, we don't want to spoil where the where the lamb comes from. Oh, yeah, well, sorry. Oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm still not sure. But um, it's pretty strange. This movie is really an odd one. I mm-hmm. mean, it's very much art house kind of 
movie. And this um, is... It's being referred to a horror film. I don't know if I'd call it that. It's not scary at it's all. It's not scary. I think it has like some horror elements to it, but it's not a horror movie. And it's, it's very it's very slow. Just kind of dances on the edge of, yeah. you know, being a horror movie and not being a horror movie. It's it's what's weird is just how easily these people just go, "Oh, yeah, okay. We'll just take it in." Um, well, you find out that <laughs> Later, they had like some babies, you know, that yeah, had some, some children miscarriages or something that where they died, mm-hmm. and so I think it's kind of leaning into like, well, this is their their new their neck their uh, their chance, another yeah. chance at yeah. a child. In fact, they name. But I wouldn't even say that they're. Here's the thing: I wouldn't even say this is really a movie about motherhood or anything like. No, no. I don't know. No. Okay, again, it's just strange. I don't know. I don't know how to rate this movie. <laughs> oh, by the way, my rating for Mon four out of five. Yeah, me too. Four out of five. Me I too. had some small issues with it, but four out of five. This one, I have no idea how to rate it because <laughs> it's so bizarre. It, it, it is. I don't. I don't know. If you just, I don't need, know what to make of all the different parts yeah, that came together to make this movie. There's even a scene in the movie that lasts for a couple, couple maybe like 30 seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems so out of place. It's almost like they put the scene in and it's kind of an edit mess up or something. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I'm sure it was in there for a reason, but I don't know why. I mean, it, you, when you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. It, it didn't make any sense to me. I yeah, it didn't seem to connect to anything else. Yeah, um, that's really strange. I I don't know, man. When I got finished watching this movie, and it really ends abruptly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no. It's almost like there's no resolution to the film. And when Richard and I were leaving the movie, there was a guy. And I was talking to him. I was talking to Richard. I'm like, I'm going to look up some of this uh, Icelandic folklore or whatever and try to figure that out. And this guy just goes, that movie was so stupid. <laughs> so average person is probably going to see this movie and go, what did I watch? I don't even know. But it, it, it is a, I'm sure you can watch it a few times maybe and figure it out. And I'm not really sure what this guy's trying to do with it. Um, maybe I'm lo- it was lost on me. I don't know, but it's just strange. It's just really strange. Well, I think from what I can get gather, what what it seems to me is them accepting that baby is like they're seeing you you know we've lost all these children. They're kind of bro- a bit broken, and so mm-hmm. they're like, we're gonna. Well, here's our new chance. Maybe they're like dealing with they're their, dealing their with, loss. with their loss by taking in okay. this creature. Yeah, I can see that. I can um, see that. But as for everything else, I don't know. I have oh, no idea. By the way, it's really cute. It is. It's really adorable. It is adorable. It's an adorable little kid. And I think it's a little kid with like a CGI head or yeah, something. Yeah, I think parts of it are a kid with CGI head. And then there's parts where they have all but the head covered up. And I'm pretty sure that that's a, that that's was, that a, was a real lamb. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know what? It's, um, I, like I said, I don't know how to rate this movie. I don't either. I, I guess either. I'm not gonna say I liked it. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. I it's don't, just it's, I, it I is didn't. What it I is. don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. I honestly don't know what to think about this movie. Really. <laughs> All right. So um, go see. Go go check out. Um, uh, what is it? The hell one. Was oh, it? here comes hell. Here comes hell on Shutter. 
four out of five stars for Bond, and this one, question mark. Yeah. For Lamb. All right. Until next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Kitts. 